With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Welcome to WCW's Woman's Revolution. The, ho- oh, the host is Classy Lady MLD, and co-host is Mary Lou. I'm going to tell you the number to get a hold of us and call in. one 444 7444 The ID number is 139-927. Press pound. Press 1- you can be included into the chat. Thanks, Gerard, and welcome to Mary. Once again, back to the show this week. We really appreciate that. And she is joining us co-host this week, which is awesome. So, as we all know, we've had a very exciting week in the wrestling world, which we will start off with um, a small semi-review of SummerSlam, which will be uh, the first topic of the night. So, um, overall, uh, SummerSlam was getting good reviews, bad reviews, uh, <clears throat> mixed reviews. Uh, people really didn't know whether, you know, which way to go, like or not. So, we'll start off with asking Mary what her thoughts and opinions of SummerSlam was this year. Um, and if you could, um, name your your favorite match and the match that you thought was the worst on the card of the night. Oh, boy. You're really sticking it to me tonight. <laughs> um, the best match on the card was AJ Styles versus John Cena. Without a doubt, it was the best one. Um, the one that I thought was the worst match Randy Orton versus Brock Lesnar. Mhm. Mhm. Okay. The best match for me of the night, honestly, uh, I would have to say in a I'm trying to remember. Uh, <laughs> the best. I don't really have a best match. Of the, I think the best match of the night could have been Brock and Randy if it went a different direction, but. In my opinion, the best match of the night. One of them was John Cena and AJ. I do agree with that. Um, but I would have to say the other one that could have been a whole lot better than what it was was Dean and Dolph. I think that they hyped that match kind of enough, but not enough. The match was way too short. I think the match should have been longer due to the fact that it was 
you know, two of the, the best on SmackDown right now in the match going at it with each other. I think they cut him a little bit way too short. Uh, worst match of the night for me, honestly, was Roman and Rusev because certain points of it was great, but certain points of it wasn't. Um, but another match that was the worst, uh, oh, Lord. Um, I mean, I would, Randy and Brock, I wouldn't say was the worst, but it wasn't exactly the best. Um, I think it was taken a little bit too far at the end. Uh, once I, you know, like I've said it before on other shows, once Brock Lesnar took his gloves off, I knew that it was not going to be a very good moment from that point because I've seen that man do it so many times in his career. So uh, not exactly a great moment of the night. Uh, but SummerSlam overall, Mary Lou, what would you give it on a scale of 1 to 10? A 3. I would have to agree with you there. I was going to say two or three as well. Um, so if anybody did not see SummerSlam, um, you know, you can always join the network. Um, the network is nine ninety nine a month. Uh, Walmart does sell cards for them. They'll give you three months, and uh, you can have it for three months, or you get a free month to start out and then go from there. Um, so let's move on to Monday Night Raw. Um, as we all know, um, from SummerSlam, Finn Balor was injured in the hands of Seth Rollins, uh, which was a unfortunate accident. Um, I don't know really how to call it. Uh, it was a bad move, and as we all know, wrestling is a sport. Things happen, um, but I'm still I'm very, very unfortunate being that he just moved up to the WWE roster. Um, for you, Mary Lou, um, your thoughts and opinion on Finn Balor's injury and your highlights of Monday Night Raw. Okay. Um, Finn Balor's injury was an unforeseen accident. I mean, uh, I think... Seth Rollins maybe needs to slow down a little bit in the ring. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't want to take anything away from Seth Rollins because he's a great entertainer and he's a great wrestler. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I don't particularly like his persona right now, but he is a very, very good wrestler. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The worst part of the night for me, or or you said, you right? You could, do, you could do you could do you could do um your your hot your favorite and the worst if you want. Yeah. Okay. The worst one for or the worst one for me was them putting Roman in a match to go, go for the um universal title. Mm-hmm. The man needs to turn heel in the worst way. Yes, ma'am. Um, the best part of Monday Night Raw was Bailey. I <laughs> love Bailey. I have watched Bailey on NXT, and I just adore her. Right, right. Okay. I think, I, I think she's going to give Charlotte a run for her money. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, for me, I would have to agree with you on the worst of the night was putting Roman in the universal uh, title reign, as you would, you know, if that's how you want to call it, title run. Um, I didn't approve approve of it. Uh, I think that just as well as you said, they need to turn him heel. Um, If WWE is smart, that's going to happen very, very, very soon. Um, I would say the best moment of the night for me was not Bailey. I'm sorry. I'm going to disagree with you on that. Um, The best moment of the night for me was um, watching them put the the tag teams. No, wait. That wasn't raw. Nope. Crap. Hang on. Rewind. Sorry. I'm thinking of SmackDown. The best, the best moment of the night for me was seeing the look on Charlotte's face with Bailey's move up to the roster. I will say that that what the look on her face was priceless. She she knew that she was in for someone that will actually give her some competition. They've met before in the ring, you know NXT, uh, all that. You know they were supposedly uh, at one point to be a part of the four women horsemen. Uh, that faction was supposed to have been made, which was not, which to a certain degree was and was not. Um, uh, do I think that they made a good move on bringing Bailey up to the roster? Sure. They could always use some more um, women's uh, competition. Um, but, you know, I guess we're going to see where it's going to go next week because I know that there is a title shot on the line and Bailey wants that title shot against Charlotte. So, Raw overall was an A-OK show this week. I don't know if you agree with that. Um, I don't. Would you like to give your opinions on the overall show? Uh, I don't think it was that great. Right. Uh, I really think they need to improve on their storylines. Um, I understand that they had to do something real fast because they had already had a storyline plan for Finn Balor and all that. So I'm going to cut them a little slack this week. But from a 1 to 10, I would probably, and I'm cutting slack here, I would probably give them a 6. I was thinking 4. That's my opinion. Uh, the only reason I said sit is, is because I'm cutting them some slack because they had to rewrite everything. Sure, yeah. Yeah, I, that's, I, the I only re- that. That, that's the only reason I'm saying sit. Other than that, if they, if they wouldn't have had to do any rewrites and they would have, if this is the way it would have been, I wouldn't have gave them any more than a two. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. All right. Um, so now we'll move on to SmackDown. Um, as we all know, SmackDown caught a lot of heat this week with the segment between Daniel Bryan and Miz after the show. Uh, Nikki Bella and Carmella continuing their feud after the show as well. Um, there was some great moments that happened. Uh, Dean Ambrose, of course, coming in with his Nice big blue cowboy hat and his coins from the uh, casino that he decided to take a little visit to, and uh, that was a great segment. Um, also, uh, the twelve man, the, well, the twelve man tag that they're doing uh, to establish who the final 
four will be to go against each other for the tag team it was a brilliant move. Uh, I think SmackDown is really starting to step it up more each week. Um, so, Mary Lou, we'll get your thoughts and opinions on the show. Highlights not so great, and your ratings. SmackDown was awesome. Uh, I loved um, them them putting uh, the different tag teams together to to see who's going to go on. There's a storyline there. That was absolutely great. The women's championship, there's a storyline there. Carmella turning heel, that was priceless. Nobody expected her to turn heel, and she did. That was great. Um. I caught bits and pieces of the Daniel Bryant and the Miz. Mm-hmm. I have to say, the Miz, he cut a pretty good promo. He really did. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not one that really likes the Miz all that well, but the bits and pieces I caught, he was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> of course, Dean, Dean never... Stops amazing me. He does things so unorthodox. You never know what to expect from the man. Mm-hmm. I just wish that they would let him use some other moves. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping that maybe this feud that he's got with AJ is going to step him up some. We will right. see. We'll see if they give them enough time. True. Um, what was your uh, what was the moment you didn't like? Did you say that already? <laughs> uh uh-uh, no. Um, what was something I didn't like? Um Actually, the whole show told a story. Mm-hmm. Um, even with Keith Slater trying to find a tag team partner, that mm-hmm. told a story. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think there was anything I didn't really like. And if I had to rate that, I would probably give them a nine. Right. Okay. Um, I agree with you. The Dean Ambrose segment and everything that the man does is amazing. He uh, always puts on a great show. He is phenomenal on the mic. Uh, He really knows how to approach a storyline that he is in. Um, uh, Let's see. American Alpha's winning was a great thing because – I think that they are a very, very, very super talented tag team. Um, the AJ segment in the beginning, uh, upsetting Dolph the way that he did was was a good move, um, which led to a match between them two, which was great. As far as like anything that that happened that I didn't like, um, there was none for me. I thought the show overall was really great. But the segment of the night for me that was the best was Randy and Bray Wyatt because uh, Bray Wyatt is another one that is phenomenal. 
super brilliant, amazing when he speaks. Um, he brings out that, uh, that you know, the creepiness, as a lot of people say. Uh, he brings out the, the, the badder side of people. And to face Randy Orton, I, I want to see the vintage Viper come back out of him. And they start one, one great uh, feud and keep that going. Uh, because I think that they both, obviously, after that segment, are going to have very, very great chemistry in the ring, which is what's needed right now. Honestly, if I had to uh, rate SmackDown, I'd give them a 10 this week, because I think it wasn't actually a phenomenal show, and they did blow Raw out of the water once again. So, um, with that said, if anybody else would like to call in and share their points and views with me and Mary Lou. We would love to hear what you have to say. Um, we also have a chat box that is available. Uh, when you click onto the link, you can sign in and join us. We can read what in, read what anything that you say, any comments uh, that you write. It will be read. Um, so feel free to join in on that with us anytime. So Mary Lou, your opinion uh, for the week overall, Raw versus SmackDown, better show. Which was the better uh, <laughs> uh SmackDown, hands down. Um, SmackDown, in my opinion, the last four weeks, I think, four or five weeks. I can't remember how long um, they've been split. However long they've been split, the, the first week, Raw did kind of knock them out of the water. But after that, it's been all SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And... I do want to. I, I do want to alliterate this. Um, my best segment of the night. I agree with you and Randy and and uh, Bray Wyatt. Uh, that wasn't my best segment of the night. It was probably my next to best favorite. My best segment of the night was the stare down between Dean and AJ. Mm, yes. Yeah. That. I mean, you could see. That they're going to have some chemistry, mm-hmm. and I think this is part of the, the the problem that a lot of the wrestlers have. They don't have that chemistry with whoever they're wrestling. Mhm. I agree. I agree. Um, just my also, great. I'm sorry. I said just my opinion. <laughs> oh no no no! And we love and value your opinion. Trust me, we do. Uh, just to touch up on the uh, Daniel Bryan mid segment, from my point of view, which I forgot about that. Um, I did watch the segment, and I think at the beginning it was taking a little bit too far when uh, Daniel Bryan called Miz a coward, and then they kind of exchanged words and were calling coward to each other. But uh, knowing the Miz and being a fan of his for over ten years, um, I would have to say that's the best promo he's ever had. He did put a lot of heart. Uh, a lot of passion, <clears throat> excuse me, into what he said. He meant every word of it. Um, and like I said, I do think it was taking a little bit far. But I think this is a great part on SmackDown of bringing out the chemistry between people. Like we stated, um, I think that that could be a good feud between them two ongoing. Um, I see Daniel Bryan probably making Miz compete, compete, compete. Uh, you know, to quote Matt Hardy, delete, delete, delete. 
is going to make him compete. Um, and I see him putting up the title next week against somebody. Um, the story, you know, ongoing now is, is Daniel Bryan going to come out of uh, retirement? No, that's not going to happen. He can't afford for that to happen, I'm sure, um, his, with his injury and all that. But I do think it is brilliant on SmackDown's part to have started this segment to bring the hype and bring the more attention to the show. Because, uh, you know, as they say, as Vince McMahon stated, let's make it a competition. Let's see who wants it more. Let's see who can make their shows better, all that. And SmackDown really is proving in doing that. And what are your thoughts and opinions on that? Um, maybe it did go a little bit too far. But you said, I think he meant every word he said. Um, and the Miz, I mean, he's good at promos, but I don't think I've ever heard him talk the way he talked. Like I said, I only caught bits and pieces of it. But from what I saw, he was right on target. And I agree with you. Daniel is going to make him through loops. Yep. You know, there's nobody in my Daniel Bryan is going to make the Miz, and he's probably going to end up making the Miz put his title on the line. I wouldn't be a bit surprised if it isn't on a SmackDown before um, Backlash. That would not surprise me in the least. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Go ahead. Yeah, SmackDown's killing it. Oh, yes, they are. They really are killing it. So next story that I want to touch upon, we kind of sort of started, but also to get opinions, like I said, once again, please feel free to call in. Uh, we would love to hear your thoughts and opinions as well with me and Mary Lou. Uh, the chat box is open. Uh, everything that is said to the chat box will get said on the air. We would love to hear your thoughts and opinions. So the next story I would like to touch upon, as I know that you and I, agree on the fact that Roman should not have had a run at the Universal title. In your own opinion, if you could name one person that you would love to have seen take his place other than Roman, who would it be? You mean somebody that's not in the Fatal 4-Way? Or yes, somebody that uh, somebody that's not in the Fatal 4-Way? Yes. Uh, Boy, you're asking me a hard question there. Um, <laughs> I think Chris Jericho should have been in there. I think Chris job is to put other people over. Mm-hmm. And you've got Kevin Owens and you've got Big Cass. They're, I, I understand it. Kevin Owens has been with the company a while. But you got Big Cass, who just came up not too long ago. Uh-huh. Chris, Chris Jericho could have been in that match and helped Kevin Owens, because right now they're they're buddy-buddy. He could have helped Kevin Owens grab that universal title. In my opinion, and this is just my opinion, I think he's the one that deserves it right now. Yeah, I agree. I, I, coming from my, and, and I know we have we've discussed this before as well. Um, you know, they they send you know certain superstars to Raw that a lot of people disagree on that they should be on SmackDown. 
And I'm wondering if there is going to be some up- upcoming trades in the future. But in my opinion, to for the superstar to have replaced Roman uh, right now would be Cesaro. I think Cesaro needs a huge push. I know that he really should be on SmackDown to be utilized, utilized better. Um, I don't think that they're utilizing him and quite a few others in there. If it was not Cesaro, I think another one that deserves a title run, in my opinion, who I think has always been a very, very underrated superstar is, uh, oh, my God, my brain just went dead. Um, Dang it. (laughs) I do that all the time. Sammy Zane? Yes, thank you. Um, very, very underrated. But also Neville as well. Neville's very underrated as well. So I think that those two uh, should have gotten a shot uh, as well. Do I agree with Kevin Owens? Yes. Kevin Owens is a phenomenal superstar. He needs to push. Big Cass, I, really, I agree with you, it's too soon. Roman should have never been put in the equation. Seth, yes as I am a big, huge Seth Rollins fan, and yes, he does need to pipe it down. I'm thinking maybe if he pipes it down, he might have a shot at winning this. We don't know. We'll see. But it's it's going to be a very good match next week, and, uh, you know, we'll be back next Friday to discuss this as, you know, we find out who the winner of that match will be. Um, moving on to the next thing, uh, next story that I had is, um, uh, boy, oh, boy. Uh, Heath Slater, as you were talking, um, (laughs) the man has, like, pulled out every, um, possible maneuver, you know, uh, over-talking Paul Heyman and going after the Beast, and then he had to have a match against Randy Orton. Now his upcoming tag team partner is Rhino. Um, I think and hope and pray that uh, Rhino will not screw him over come next week and uh, that Heath Slater will finally find his destination of a home, whether, you know, obviously, which will be SmackDown, which I think he's more suited and fitting for SmackDown versus Raw. What do you think, Mary? You talking about Rhino or are you talking about Heath Slater? Heath Slater. Heath Slater, I think he's doing the best work of his career so far. Um, In this, whatever they're having him do, pretending he's a free agent or whatever. I think he's doing doing the best work of his career. Um, I think he's very underrated. I think he could be a lot better than what they're showing. Um, And I do believe, I am like... I'm with you there. I think SmackDown is the place he needs to be. I agree, 100%. So now we're going to talk about uh, one of Mary's (laughs) not-so-favorite subjects. Um, The update today on Brock Lesnar, as we all well know, um, has been fined a $500 fine from Stephanie McMahon. I mean, sorry, Shane McMahon. Uh, one second, Mary. Do we have a caller on the line, and could you state your name for me, please? Hello, ladies. This is Dawn. Hey, Dawn. Hi, Dawn. What's up? So, I'm just listening here. <laughs> okay. 
We're about Brock Lesnar. Yes, we're Brock all should have been fined more than $500, in my opinion. Yes. Um, so, as we know, $500 fine. Um, also, uh, UFC had fined him. Uh, fined him. Crap. Suspended him for two years for failing the wellness policy. Now they have knocked it down to a year. Uh, they are still reviewing it. It could still go down. It could still go up. But as we know, uh, in WWE, he was fined only the $500 fine. I don't recall of any suspension of, like, you know, he suspended for 30 days, 60 days, 90 days, none of that. So, Mary, I will let you have the floor on this subject, and um, I will come in behind you as soon as you're done. (laughs) Okay. Brock Lesnar used to be, in my opinion, I, I liked him. When he went from being a heel to being a baby face, I enjoyed watching him. But he's lost what wrestling is about. Uh The $500 fine. (laughs) Do they realize how much this man makes? And they're going to fine him $500? for what he did to Randy Orton, and then he turned around and f 5 Shane McMahon. <laughs> I'm sorry. And on top of that, he, pa- he failed two drug tests in UFC. In mm-hmm. my honest opinion, the man should have been suspended for 60 days, but no. According to WWE's wellness policy, part-timers don't have to take a drug test. Right. That's a little bit crap. Mm -hmm. If you're part-time, if you're full-time, you should be, you should have the same rule. Mm -hmm. Okay, let me ask you this question. (laughs) I'll ask you both this question because I would love to hear both of your opinions. Do you think that Brock Lesnar incorporates too much of his UFC uh, fighting, what's the word? Mm. Too much of his his learning that he has in, oh, my God, let me try that again. Do you think he uses too much of his UFC talent or learnings uh, into his WWE wrestling, and that's what has caused him to uh, up the ante, I guess you could say, on his, behavior, I guess, in the ring. Well, let's put it this way. Do I think he uses more MMA moves than he does wrestling moves? Hell yes, I do. For the simple fact. Um, I I just, I, I don't know. I mean, he thinks he's he thinks nobody can beat him. And yes, I already know wrestling is scripted. But they've made him out to be this beast. Somebody's got to take the beast down so that his head size goes down a little bit. He's got a swelled head. And don't take offense to that, Michelle, please. I'm just. No, absolutely not. I know he has a. I know he has a big head. 
I mean, he's, he thinks he's just, he thinks nobody can beat him, and he's the best. If, if it was not scripted and it, it was real fighting, there's people out there that could beat him. If you had to choose right now, and I'll get to you, Don. I'm sorry. If you That's okay. I'm waiting. Right now, Mary, who would you love to see Brock Lesnar take on? Okay. Does it have to be somebody in WWE? What's that? Does it have to be somebody in WWE? No. Anybody, even if it's somebody that you that you would love to see come back and take him out. Bobby Lashley. Well, How did I know you were going to say that? <laughs> Bobby Lashley would wipe the screen up with him. Well, they did fight yes. the UFC before, and I don't know if you've ever seen any of the other fights, and they were pretty intense. Oh, they did fight before? Yes, ma'am. I will send you. I have videos saved to my phone. Yes, ma'am, they have fought before, and it has been one hell, excuse me, of a brawl between those two. Oh, I would love to see that, yes. I would love to see, and there's somebody else, and I'm trying to think who is. I know there's somebody else. (laughs) Oh. I know this guy is short. (laughs) But I'm telling you, he would make a a good match for Brock Lesnar. Okay. Eric Young. Ah. Uh, I think they fought in Japan one time in a dark show, but it never went nowhere because it was it, people interfered. But I don't think they've actually like encountered each other long enough to fight. And actually, Bobby Roode would be another one. I would love to see Brock, uh, Brock and Bobby Roode. Yes, absolutely. I would so, say James. I would say James Storm, but James Storm's just a little bit older. Right. Yes. Right. Well, yeah, but you know, I mean, it would be a it would be a great matchup. I honestly think so. So I think. Me ask, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Let me ask Dawn's opinion since she's joined us tonight, and it's awesome that she joined us. Dawn, so for Brock Lesnar, do you see Brock Lesnar incorporating way too much UFC fights in the WWE? Yes, I do. I think he uses way too much of his UFC and WWE. Right. And do you think that, do you feel that that plays too much factor into? Uh, that led to his name, the Beast Incarnate, Brock Lesnar. And who would you like to see um, an opponent, you know, like I said, whether they're here now or someone that you would love to see return and take him out? Oh, God. I think uh, WWE has used his UFC to their advantage, and I think that they're using that to their advantage. Um. I'm with Mary Lou. I think I would like to see him fight Bobby Lashley. Right, right. And, and like I said, I mean, they did fight in the UFC days, and I will gladly send you both the uh, the footage of that because 
you want to talk about intensity, uh, charisma between them two, chemistry, it, it, it's, it's awesome between the two of them. Um, okay, so here's another question for you both, and we'll start with Mary. Um, there's been rumor and talk about Goldberg coming back and possibly fighting Brock Lesnar or Seth Rollins. What is your take on that story? I heard the rumors. I know they used Goldberg in 2K17. Mm-hmm. I think he's too old. And he's another. And he's another one that is reckless in the ring. Okay. Um, that's just my opinion. Um, if he comes back. I think he needs to take on Brock. I think Goldberg, as big as he is, he still is big. I've seen pictures of him. As big as he is, he would destroy Seth Rollins. I understand Seth very, very strong. Mm-hmm. But I'm just afraid, I'm just afraid that Bill, Bill would destroy him. Mm-hmm. I would rather I would rather see Bill Goldberg take on Roman. You know that's funny because that was discussed on one of our other shows, and that was the uh, topic of it. Because uh, we stated that between him and Edge, someone needs to teach him how to spear the right way. I I don't mind Roman's spear. Um. The thing that gets me is, now, I I, I understand that Roman is adding more to his arsenal. I don't know how to say it. But the drive-by, that needs to go away. Mm -hmm. Um, His Superman punch, it's okay. His spear, I like his spear. The only difference between him and Edge, in my opinion, is Edge can do stuff from ladders, where Roman has not been able to do a spear from a ladder or, like, on top of the rope or anything yet. I think Roman has a pretty good spear. I think his spear is better than Bill Goldberg, to be honest with you. That's, once again, just my opinion. All right. Okay, Dawn, what's your opinion, dear? I would like to see Goldberg come back. Um, I think I'd like to see him fight uh, Brock. Robert will be a good match for him, too, but I think I would rather see him fight Brock. Yeah. They've actually met at WrestleMania 20 and... They had a long feud before and after that. Uh, and then there was another rematch between them at another pay-per-view, uh, the WrestleMania, or, or I think it was, too, that I can't really remember. So let me ask you this. This is another pending question for this. So my thoughts and opinions are, Brock, you know, he can face anybody. It, it doesn't really matter to me. I'm going to watch it regardless. I'm a huge fan of his. But my comparison of between Roman and... Um, Edge and Goldberg is 
the difference between the the three of them is that Edge Edge has more Edge had more height to his spear. Goldberg kind of did as well. Roman just kind of he you know he I don't know he just kind of goes to the mill. And I understand it probably does get forced and all that. Um, but my thing is, is you know, it, it's a great comparison of the three. Um, I, I think that, uh, personally, my opinion, the best spear ever out of the three is Edge. Roman's spear is more of a a low tackle. Yes, exactly. Well said. Yes, and that's because he played football. Yeah. So, you know, he learned to tackle people. So why not use it that way? But, yeah, Edge has got the better spear. Yeah. Um, and if you want to compare Dirty Deeds, i go with EC3. Oh, see, I haven't seen EC3's yet. Huh? I haven't seen EC3's Dirty Deeds. He does it, the same, does it the same way that Dean did it originally. Ah, okay. I like the original. I know it. What's it? What's it called again, um, Michelle? I can't remember the name of it. It's called something different for which one? EC3, for EC three. Oh. <laughs> You would put me on the spot and ask me that. Um, I can't remember it. Honestly, I do not recall. I would have to go back and watch, and I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. It's on the tip of my tongue, and I can't say it. The yeah, one percenter. Yes. It's called the one percenter. Yes. And he does it the original way that Dean did it. But he, does, he, like, he, he, he does it differently, and I think he takes and puts the head down more versus Dean, uh, how do I put it? EC3 puts the head down more. Dean keeps it level to where you fall, you can still turn your face. The, the, but the difference is he uses one hand, one arm, and he tucks it underneath their 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 arm. Where Dean yeah. does it, he uses the two arms. I don't like it like that. The original way that Dean did it, he was yeah, doing the it. the way Dean did it, it was better. It was I agree. so much better. Mm-hmm. So much better. And My thing is, is that they both do it safely. That's what's important. That's true. They do. They both do it safely. Now, a couple times Dean has done it, it it's looked like, <coughs> and no couple times he's done it to Seth, it's looked like his head's going down. But if you look at it closer, he's really protecting his head. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so here's the final question of the night. And then I'll I'll uh, do a little recap for next week. Um, uh, Seth Rollins had his curb stomp banned, so now he is following suit of Hunter Hearst Townsley, Triple H, the game, how, whatever you want to call him, refer to him as, because he's had many characters. 
Um, do you feel that Triple H's pedigree is better or Seth Rollins' pedigree is better? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who Triple do you H want first? Is better. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll go to Dawn first. Okay. I think Triple H's pedigree is better. Seth needs a move of his own. Right. Mary? I agree. Um, in my opinion, and this is, once again, just my opinion, I don't think he gets enough height on it, and I don't think he's big enough. He's too skinny. <laughs> Look at the yeah. boy. Yeah. Triple H is a big man. Yeah. And when he when he does his pedigree, they're good. Yes. Yeah. Shots are weak. Yes. Yeah. That's, That's once again. Move of his own. He needs a new finisher, other than the yeah. pedigree. Yes, yeah. I agree. He does. He has a finisher, but he doesn't use it that much. And I'm trying to think what it is. No. Now they banned that. Um, I I don't even. I don't even remember what it is. I know he does it off the top rope. That's all I know. Um, but yeah, he definitely needs one of his own, and I think eventually Triple H and him are going to end up fighting over the pedigree. I could be wrong there, mm-hmm. but we'll have to wait and see. Okay. So, uh, we're going to close out the show for the night, and I do thank Mary Lou for coming on as my co-host, which is a great, great opportunity for her, and i like to welcome her to the show as well. And I thank Dawn for calling in all the way from Idaho and being a great guest for the night as well. Uh, next week's show will be also a review of the week for all of the shows as well. We're going to try to fit in a TNA review from this week if we get a chance. Um, and uh, me and Mary, as, as host and co-host of the show, we will um, be working on some more topics for next week. Right now, like I said, it will still consist of um, a wrap-up review of the week. Once again, ladies, I thank you very much for joining us, and I hope to see – well, Mary, I know I'll see you next week. Dawn, I hope to see you next week as well. Okay. Um, We thank you all very much for joining us, and we will see you next week, and we hope that everybody has a great night, and please make sure to pass on the word. Also, one more note that I'm going to add in real quickly. This is not wrestling-related, but there is a group on Facebook that is a support group that helps any recovering drug addict, alcohol, pills, anything related to any kind of suffering that you've had with your family member, uh, anything personal. It is on the, uh, it is a Facebook group page that is on now. And Mary, could you please say the name? Because I don't remember. I'm sorry. I don't remember the name. <laughs> okay, I will. I will come back in and update this. And this family and friends. Wait, okay, go ahead, Don. I said parents, family, and friends of drug addicts or something. Yes, yeah. thank you, that. thank you. <laughs> and we encourage everybody. Like I said, I know this is not wrestling related, but it is a very hot topic going on in America right now. Everybody, a lot of families suffering with this uh, disease, and 
we would like to see a lot of support pertaining to that group. So please make sure to visit Facebook and join the group. Ladies, once again, thank you very, very much. Um, great show, and I will see you both next week, and I hope you have an amazing night. Thank you so much. Good night. Thank night. you, Michelle. Night. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.